0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Productivity Lovers Podcast, the podcast about how to become more productive in your work and home environment. The Productivity Lovers Podcast is brought to you by Chris Scrott, a certified professional organizer and Deadly, a digital productivity coach. Buckle up and enjoy the show.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Productivity Lovers Podcast.
0: Hi, everybody. Hi, Deb. Hello,
1: hello, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I am stressed. I am good and happy and still stressed and gosh, but still good, but still
0: good. I think we should should be in like complete transparency here. Deb and I had a whole hour and a half session before we even started this podcast. I feel like I needed some Deb Lee therapy before we got on the road today.
1: Oh, goodness. It's been, I guess, a crazy time, right? A little tricky time Um, for both of us. We both have some things happening. And, you know, some of it is, you know, part of life, right? So you got to roll with it at times. But other times it just feels a little... What was the word I used earlier? Off-kilter? Off-kilter, you don't feel, yes. You feel a little a little off balance. Nothing, you know, is horrible, but it feels maybe uncomfortable. Yeah. Uncomfortable for a variety of reasons.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, yes. I think, you know, and I think what I'm experiencing as I'm working with clients is like the pandemic is taking a toll.
1: Yeah, it still is.
0: Yeah. I think it's finally taking a toll, and and like I feel like all of the things are. I took my I took my car in because it was was leaking fluid somewhere. That's not good. Yeah, no. it was like so. I took the car in, mm-hmm. and then they came back with a with a repair bill that was like oh. a lot. Oh, a lot, and I was like, I should just trade my car in. <laughs> and then the guy was like, We have two cars in the parking lot to be sold. And I was like, what? Huh? Yeah, that's all we have. Two cars. Just two. So I was like, okay, well, I guess we're going to repair the car. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Keeping the car.
0: A week and a half later, of course, they found even more things they needed to get accomplished. But, and then I was thinking, I was, like, I was like, well, you know, it makes sense, right? Because normally when you have a car, you do all kinds of like maintenance because you're driving sure. around all the time. That's and right? like in the pandemic, we didn't really go anywhere. So the car didn't really get maintenance. So like there was a delayed maintenance that came to pay. <laughs> yeah. And it made sense that it was what it was because the things needed to get done. So I'm feeling like that's what's happening in real life. That's my car metaphor. Like all <laughs> of the delayed maintenances of life are just kind of like, you know, for the last couple of years are just kind of coming together in this great middle of the road that it's not
1: perfect so yeah it's showing up it's sort of wearing its ugly head yeah but but like we still have a car so that's good I do have a car
0: and I picked it up and it drives like it's brand new so I was like I was like well you know I was like hi car I missed you (laughs) I do talk to my things sometimes I learned that from Marie Kondo and then I was like I was happy to see my car but I was like but I did. I did think about a couple of things while, like, the whole car incident happened, right? Yeah. Which I think it should be our topic of discussion today. And uh, we may say one word that is not appropriate for children. If you're not a person that swears, yeah. so if you're listening to this with children, maybe you wanna wear some earbuds today,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> because I may
1: say the S word a few times. <laughs> A few times, a few times so, in that sort of a week.
0: Yeah. So I think I was thinking like, you know, it's really hard asking for
1: help when you feel like you should have your shit together all the time, isn't it? Indeed. It is. It Indeed, is. I would agree with you 100%. Yeah.
0: Productive people feel like their lives needs to be in order at all times. Everything needs to be according to
1: plan. And whenever things are not, it feels off kilter. We're not happy people. We are not, especially when we are the go-getters, the problem solvers, because isn't that what we do for our clients? We walk into an unorganized home or office and we problem solve. We come up with a plan. Somebody calls for coaching to be more productive and time efficient. And we come up with a solution or a workflow or a set of technology tools to help help them get better at that and we problem solve and when we can't get the problem solving going on our own end it does feel a little uncomfortable and that's probably putting it mildly
0: yeah no I think I think the first thought I have in all of this like what comes up for me is like Mm -hmm. you know and all of the gents that listen to this podcast you may not relate to this but yeah because women we feel like we have to keep it all together all the time and be super productive and, you know, and look pretty and do all of the things that we're supposed to do and show up for all of the friends and family and the people that need us. And sometimes that,
1: that shit is a lot. It's tricky. And, and, and also doing it with a smile on your face. Mm -hmm. Right. So I realized that we're using a bit of a broad brush with, with, you know, saying, all women, but I can speak for myself. And I think you're speaking for yourself and perhaps in in your life as well, that, yeah, we do feel this responsibility Mm -hmm. to have it together, not just today, but all the time, Mm -hmm. always be productive. I remember when I was an organizer, right? Going into homes, people would say, oh, your house must be completely spotless and no dust and always organized and in the right spot or even now you must never be late to anything or you you must be uber productive all the time every day every minute of the day it's just perfect yeah no
0: <laughs> yeah
1: absolutely not but it can it can bring up some feelings i think mm. on those days when you're just you're just not on your A game and for type a mind like mine that wants everything just so i mean i'm the person that will notice when something is like half an inch off yeah, me too. I will notice, right? So when those days come up for me, it can feel really hard and mm-hmm. overwhelming. And then I'm like, well, what would you tell your client, Deb? Right? If they're feeling overwhelmed. And then if that doesn't work, I'm trying to find other ways, right, to to pull it together and have my shit together and to be the, you know, be the, dare I say perfect mom, perfect spouse, perfect coach, perfect whatever those labels are. So I think sometimes some of those labels and those expectations are self-imposed. Sometimes you may feel it from someone else, but I think at least in my in my experience, I probably put a lot of pressure on myself. Do you think you do the same?
0: Oh yeah, for sure. And I think the days when I expect myself to like have a perfect day and it doesn't work out. I almost feel a little subhuman, you know. Oh, I am my worst critic and I yes. really I can lay it into myself about all of the ways that it went wrong and how, you know, how bad I can be. And and you know, I think like the reason why this conversation comes up is because this morning I was working with a client and and we had to organize her office. And after we cleared up her desk of all of the stuff that was sitting on it, I said, would you like to, you know, would you like to wipe your own desk down? Because I was like, I'm just feeling like I need the crumbs to be gone. <laughs> and I'm sure she was feeling like she needed the crumbs to be gone too. And I love I this client. She's like, she's been my client for a long time. And paperwork is not her unique brilliance to the world, but she's a brilliant okay. person. And so, and then I started wiping it and I was like, oh, Am I depriving you of joy <laughs> of like <laughs> wiping your own desk down? And she looked at me and she was like, Just ask me if you're depriving me of joy. She was like, You're here. Like, right? it's like, No, this is not my gig. So I was like, I was like, Okay. So you know, I was like compensating for all of the things. And then in, mm-hmm. in that same moment, I was also I was also having to validate for her. Right. That it's like, yes, it's OK that there are crumbs on your desk and that like sometimes life gets messy. It's OK yes. that like we're not perfectly neat and organized all of the time. Like my clients that have ADHD tend to be on the messy end because they're interested in all kinds of things yeah. and organizing and being productive is not always the, at the top of their list. Right. And I like as I was having that conversation with her and wiping down her desk and getting <laughs> lots of joy out of it. Right. You were getting the joy. I was totally getting the joy. And we had the whole, whole conversation about how I was getting joy and how I felt bad that I was taking her money for it. But it's like there is so much, you know, like we put so much upon ourselves just to show up and be super productive and have, you know, have this long list of things to accomplish every day. One of my girlfriends uh, always asked me, like, how many things are reasonable for one person to accomplish in one day? And I was like, that's a really hard question, you know, because I was like, it depends on what the tasks are. But I was like, every day I try to get three things accomplished. Right. And I was like, that has always been my rule of thumb. Like, if I feel like, three things. But then it's the truth is, is that there's a lot more than three things, right? Because I get up and I go to work and I do my thing with clients every day. That doesn't count as the one thing. No. Right. And then then like, sometimes I go to the grocery store or I do laundry or like that doesn't count as the one of the things either. That doesn't count. No. I mean, like, that's just like Hmm. what you have to do to what I consider to be human doesn't count.
1: But I was it's like, a task.
0: I, I do Good. the dishes and I, I don't make dinner. That's not my that's not my gig. <laughs> like you know, I, I do grocery shopping. I do things. Okay. And then like I my three tasks are actually like business oriented things. And mind you, that some days I will see clients for a very mm-hmm. long day. I will drive back and forth. I will yes, go yes. grocery shopping. I will do like things around the house. And then I'm like, oh my God, I still haven't done three things. And but you have. I know, but it's the critical brain thinking like you haven't
1: done enough today. You may not have done what you set out to do, but you have done some important things. So there is a distinction. And I think based just stepping off of that, you can also find a way to get even a part of one of your three things done, even with such a full day so that you feel at least you moved the needle, so to speak, that you've pushed it along somehow, but you really have done a lot. I mean, just listening to you, just that, those, those three things, I felt a little tired. That's a lot of stuff. In You're one
0: so maybe we'll veer to the left. Like what is, how many tasks do you feel like is a reasonable for a person to accomplish in one day?
1: I hate to say this, but it depends. It depends. It depends. It depends. But, but I, I, I like you. I like that number three. I like having, Three things that are going to get my focus. I like to think of my day in three parts. The top of my day gets the most important one because that's when I'm most alert and that's when I have coffee. So that helps. The middle is probably not as important. It, it's important, but I, you know, the day is now coming to a close as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Once the middle of the day comes along, so it doesn't require a brain intensive task. And then towards the end of the day, it's got to be super simple. Don't make me think too hard because... I'm ready to shut down for the day. So I I organize it in that way. All of that being said, if I only get one of those things done, I'm okay with that. I have three things on my list that I want to get to. And one of them is going to get my priority. All of my full coffee laden energy bursting attention in the morning. And if I do that, I'm okay. So no cookie cutter here. Mm-hmm. This is finding what works best for you, your brain, your work style, your energy, and all of that. But I would start with three, and, and see then, how that works, and see how that works, and sort of, sort of massage it. And maybe maybe tomorrow I get to my three things, and then maybe the day after that I only get to a part of one of my three things, and that's okay too. <laughs> that's okay too. Yeah, I spoke
0: at the international conference on ADHD a few years ago, and yep. my one of my session was about time management. And I distinctly remember talking about my three tasks every day, and then yep. talking about you know quotation marks for you that can't see us the things that you know that you're supposed yes. to do because you're human, like grocery shopping, don't yes. count. And I remember some lovely ladies sitting like at the very front of the the the, the very first desk and she raised her hands and she was like, you have no idea how hard laundry is for me. Oh, she was like, she was like doing laundry. It might as well be like climbing Mount Everest every week. And I was like, I was like, wow. Like, thank you for like connecting the difficulty of this task to like a visual for me because doing laundry is like fun for me.
1: Well, I wouldn't call it fun,
0: like putting it away, but I like doing the laundry part of it. So I did say to her, I was like, Hey, you know what? If that's that difficult for you, then that needs to be your biggest task, like on that day. So I do agree with you that like the task, the level of difficulty of the task and what the tasks are is very individual to every person. And, and some people, you know, I have plenty of clients that would say, like, their three things for the day would be to just like get up, take a shower, do laundry, and like grocery shop, right? Cause it's like, it's a lot. It takes a lot of energy to, whether because they're physically challenged or because, you know, yep. they're depressed, like, whatever your challenge may be that keeps you not as productive as you would like to be, you have to go with it, right? But I do believe, so here's my kicker, right? Yes, I do yes. believe that if you attempt to do three tasks a day, that eventually you'll feel much more productive, right? Because you aim to have this goal every single day to get those three things done. And mm-hmm. you may fail at a couple of them regularly. You're still getting one thing done every day. So how do you feel about
1: that? Well, I have some feelings about that. I think I think to a degree you you're right. Well, I'm sharing those feelings. <laughs> I think to a degree you're right. I think if you are trying to build a habit, you you set up some parameters and you take specific action to help those habits stick, right? And if over time you're noticing that two of two of the habits or one of your habits is just sort of, you're just not, it's not attainable. It's not, your, it's within your reach or maybe it's not. You have to just start saying, okay, well maybe how can I adjust this? Mm. So maybe I, you know, Chris and Deb said start with three, but I still don't have my shit together. It's not working. Okay, drop it down to two. Yeah. Or maybe let's go down to one or part of one. So would you would you attempt to organize your garage all in one day or all in two hours? That is Probably a great point not. about
0: like the, you know, sometimes like sometimes people will say things like, I'm gonna organize my entire office in four hours. And I'm oh like, yeah, oh, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna be productive after I speak to my coach. Immediately and forever, I will be perfectly awesome and use my time in the most effective way. That you did no, yeah, uh, 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 oh. no. But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean you can't strive for excellence, right? That doesn't mean you can't pull together a reasonable plan, right, with few components, so that you're so that it's easy for you to keep up with, and yeah. that you actively engage with on a regular. Basis. There's no point in having a plan if you're not going to use that plan. So it has to be a part of your daily routine. So as you go along, you really try to adjust and flex the plan to make sure that it is working for you or will work to the best that it can for you. So, yes, add your three things, as I mentioned before, but really see how that works. Because if you're noticing that it's not working, then it's time to adjust again rather than beat yourself up. And say, well, I really should have this together by now. Why don't I have it? Adjust the plan. The plan should suit you. So no, you know, how do we say that? Uh, Square hole, round peg or something like that. You don't want to do that. You want to really make it round peg, squared hole. Okay, (laughs) that (laughs) you want to make sure that it works. For you, so we always, you know, share some tried and true strategies and, you know, tips and, you know, maybe there are some apps out there that will help people, but not everything is going to work for everyone. So it it is a bit of a dance that you're doing. But I think that the major part of all of this for me is not to feel badly about it. I think that's where it comes into play for me, at least. That you know there are going to be days when it doesn't work, and I don't want to feel badly about it. What I want it to do is to motivate me to do better the next day. And better could mean a lot of things. Better could be managing my energy better. Better could mean scheduling that that important task at a time when I really can focus on it because maybe morning is really important, but I've now got a doctor's appointment. So do I really schedule the task then? Could I work on just a small bit of it when I return? So to constantly flex and adjust based on what the day kind of serves up for you too. But don't beat yourself up. Don't, Don't beat yourself, yourself up, up, people. So do you, lately
0: I find myself just using this big ass sticky note.
1: <laughs> let me, let me see the big ass sticky note. I'm looking. Do oh, I have any? Oh, oh, wow. That is huge. The size of my head for those of you that can't see it. Maybe okay, guys, you're going to have to bigger. jump over to our YouTube channel to see this, but wow, and it's bright. Too. It
0: is bright pink. pink. The big ass sticky note. Where did you get that? I would assume Amazon. Okay, I have well, I'm going to look for my own so big ass sticky note we'll now. We'll put it. We'll put it in the show notes where you can okay. get a sticky note. But I find myself really delighted that I have enough space to write my my oh. text, and then I have side notes because you know, like sometimes you have to call people back, or you have yes. to let you have left messages, yes. or there's always a follow up to your task. Makes me delighted that I have plenty of space and that I always find okay. my big pink sticky note because it's big. <laughs> doesn't Can't miss get it. Lost, doesn't get lost anywhere. So do you stick it to your desk? Or are you sticking it to the wall? Where does that go? I'm just keeping it in the pad when I'm doing it. And then every day I'm oh. every day that I'm working on things, then I just peel it off and start a new one. And I'm like,
1: where okay. am I from yesterday? And here I go. Are you are you keeping them till the end of the week? And then you look at them and you trash them or do you just.
0: I'm like on a regular basis. So I will put my three things that I'm working on. And then I, and sometimes it's a little wasteful. I have to say not the most environmentally friendly thing to do because it is a big paper, but like sometimes I finish my three and I'm like, okay, I have time for three more. What is that going to be? And then I write it. Okay. Move on. Sometimes I have space. I just add on to the bottom. I also write down, we already talked about this before. Yep. I write down the things that I accomplished that were not on the list to
1: begin with that I was like, oh yeah, that was a big project. I should count that. I, I also think you, we should count the, the other things that are the, uh, the sure. other non-business related things or non-work related things. Like, yeah, well, maybe not brushing your teeth, but going to the groceries, right? Doing grocery shopping, absolutely. Taking the car to be fixed. Any of those RD type things that, need to get done because sometimes they those things take up residence in the back of the brain or towards the front on the left side and it starts making your eyes twitch and you can't really focus on your on the thing that you need to focus on right so twitching. so (laughs) it's a lot of eye twitching so let's let's include those as well right they they may not be at the top of your list but they're important too and besides you think about it you know we don't walk into, you know, you watch those um cartoons where the cartoon character zip, unzips himself and he steps out as this other cartoon character. That's not who we are when we no, it's when not. we go to work. Unfortunately, right? I wish we can't separate ourselves in that way. Right. So so let's not, right? So include the personal stuff with the work stuff and look at your energy. So yeah, don't don't ignore those. I would add those to the the done. You know,
0: what I was thinking as you were talking about all of that is that we're officially giving productivity lovers, listeners permission. And I think this is something we should like do more often here Okay. because I don't know about you, but I need permission. I am a person (laughs) that grew up in a very tight environment where like I'm a firstborn of four children. I follow the rules. I am a helpful human, which, you know, (laughs) in sense, I turned my business into my my obsession into my yes. business, that how it goes. But <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I'm constantly giving people permission to just like be, you know? Yes. So I think I'm giving myself permission to add all of these I, is it still okay to say domestic-y like tasks? If you if you and wish what to categorize it as that,
1: you can your your chores, your your home tasks, your home your errands, tasks. That I right? like that your domestic tasks. If you if you are someone who likes the word domestic, go for it. I do not. That's why okay. I was like,
0: what are people calling it these days?
1: Your domestic. to-dos.
0: <laughs> Seems like out of the 1960s. So, but so, yeah. I like house chores. I like that. Okay. So house I'm chores giving is. myself permission to add all of my house chores to my to-do list and yes. count that as part of my three. So if you're listening and you needed permission, just like the lovely lady in my class that okay. was like, doing laundry is climbing Mount Everest. And if you have a house task that feels like climbing Mount Everest, then make that your first priority. So yes,
1: I like that. I like that. I think give yourself permission to also not always have it together.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Don't always have
1: your shit together. It's okay. It's all right. Because, you you know, just like your big ass sticky note thing, you Mm -hmm. have another page to to get to, we -hmm. have another day to get to. And Mm -hmm. so what are some changes, small, little incremental things you can do The next day that can help help you feel productive in the way that you want to feel. I think that's part of it. So, yes, we got all those errands done, but we didn't do this work project thing that we really wanted to do. So, okay, so how do we arrange the day, the, the coming day, so that we do a bit of it, a piece of it, all of it, half of it, you know, be reasonable, of course. But give yourself permission to not always be perfect. Yes, I am also speaking to myself on that. Someone who is a recovering perfectionist. Mm -hmm. I just want it to be all lined up nice and neatly, even in my mind's eye. You know, when I say the phrase, you know, get all my ducks in a row. I can picture all the ducks lined up very neatly. That noses are all pointing in the same direction. There isn't one that's off kilter a little bit. That's, that's how my brain works. So mm. to talk myself down a little bit and say, it's okay. Not every day has to be an uber productive day. And you're going to have some days when, yeah, maybe there is no productivity. Mm. Right? It, life happens. Life happens. So go with it. But also have a plan of attack for the upcoming day, even if it's just one small action that you're going to take to make it just a little bit different than it was today. Yeah, yeah. I
0: have I have two things that was beautiful. like that's what we needed on this podcast today. So yes. thank you, Deb. Yes. <laughs> I have I have two things I want to close with. One yes. is, is it okay if I tell the story of yes. your little room in Chicago? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Should we ask people to DM us so we can tell the story? Okay, you can tell the story. It's all good. <laughs> so, Deb Lee and I went to a conference, the NA- NAPO Conference, which is yes. the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals in Chicago. And we went to this beautiful center and normally we're allowed to share rooms and we do that for fun, right? So we can spend time with people. But this particular conference, they booked us into this place. It had tiny rooms. It had one single bed, a dresser in front of it. There was like no no room to party or anything like that. We all had to be alone, (laughs) which was horrendous because a lot (laughs) of us are are extroverts. So Deb so happened to have her room like three or four doors down from me. And we have always loved each other. So I found that she was down the hall from me. So one day during the conference, I knock on the door and I'm like, hey, Dad, what are you doing? And she opens the door and she invites me in. She's like doing her hair. She looks beautiful. <laughs> we're about ready to go. We were going to the president's party as a I matter think of we that. were. I think we, we were. were. Yeah. I was wearing my colorful, no, my sparkly dress you were wearing the sparkly dress I was ready to go and so I was knocking on your door so we walked together and then so she invites me in and then I was looking around and I was like wow this place is so neat (laughs) and I people don't mean it just neat in a neat sort of way all of her products had the label facing the right way so when when she says ducks in a roll she totally means that All of our hair products had the label facing the right way. Everything was perfectly aligned. Everything was neat. There was nothing out of place. My room, not so much.
1: (laughs) So. Yeah, I I I I am. I am the type A plus. Maybe on that occasion, there might have been type A plus plus. But I I do. I do like my labels facing out. But you know what? I do that at my pantry, too. So don't worry. It's all good. It's all good. Thank you for letting me
0: tell tell that story. It was, I always, (laughs) I'm always reminded that like,
1: we can all improve on our systems. (laughs) Sure. Sure. And you know what? I think we all need to find the thing that, that makes our brain delighted and happy.
0: Yes. Brings joy wiping the desk. Remember? Exactly.
1: Exactly. So if it's wiping off a desk, making sure the labels are lined up, Go for it. Go for you know, it. As long as it's not spending gobs and gobs of time doing Inbox Zero, which we already talked about. And if you haven't heard that that episode, you
0: should go. Yes. It's it.
1: one of our, actually one of our very first ones. We have an F word. It is actually about. the most
0: downloaded podcast up to the top today. So if you haven't Woo-hoo! listened to that one yet, you should go listen to it. Yeah, we have so. an F word for Inbox Zero. That's what that's
1: called. Yes. So check that one out. Did you have something else you wanted to close? I do. So we have
0: like for a long time talked about like finishing the podcast with pet peeves. Ah, you remembered. Yes. (laughs) I wrote a sticky note about it. (laughs) So I don't know if I'm putting you on the spot, but I remember like several times I would just randomly pick up the phone and be like, dad, this just happened to me. And that's my pet peeve. (laughs) We kind of have fun like that in the meantime between podcast recordings. So to. So today when I was dropping off donations at the you know was it thrift place I was some person in front of me so I'm going to tell my pet peeve okay please tell please tell it so the lady comes out of the car with a tiny bag that maybe has like okay. one shirt in it okay and then she Mind you, this is not another person. She takes her time walking all the way around the car. And then she's like, oh, I forgot. And walks all the way back and picks up another little bag. (laughs) It's probably (laughs) one shirt in it. And she walks back to the guy and then she gives it to him. And then she takes a receipt. And I was like, what do you need a receipt for like two shirts? (laughs) So that was my pet peeve today. I was like, if you're gonna donate two shirts to Goodwill, maybe you can skip the receipt.
1: I don't know. Well, so you're you were sort of your patience was sort of tested. It sounds Well, I like- was running late to me with you. So yeah, I was like, Ah, there we go. There the two, we go. The, the two shirts in the same bag, lady. Well, yeah, you know. Hmm. I think if she wants to put just one little thing in that bag, it's all good. I'm good with her. You I, I think
0: question, that's what you're doing. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> if that's
1: she wants to stuff. donate one thing, it's all good. <laughs> the what? She she could move a little faster, but it's okay. She's doing a good
0: thing. She's. Doing I know. A good I thing. was being. I was being like, you just took a minute of my life that I'm never going to gain back.
1: <laughs> that that also is true, but that's a pepive. All right. Well, thank you for sharing. I'll see I'll see what I come up with next time. I might have a pet feed to share too. All right. Next time is your turn. It's going to be my turn. All right. <laughs>
0: All right, productivity lovers, we appreciate you hanging out with us for another episode. If you have any questions, if you have a pet peeve, if you are using some way that you're managing your lists, or yeah. if you just needed permission, you can DM us and we'd love to hear from you.
1: Yeah. And please, you know, go find us everywhere on social. And subscribe to our YouTube channel and reach out to us everywhere at Productivity Lovers. And you can find us at ProductivityLovers.com as well. So we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye everybody. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Productivity Lovers podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to subscribe so that you get notified when we upload a new productivity podcast. For more tips and notes from the show, check us out at productivitylovers.com. Talk to you soon.